Welcome. To Arcade Audio. Hello, ladies and germs. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Dilltown Paul. I'm Johnny. I'm Spencer. Here on Dilltown Paul, we go on Wikipedia. We cook random article. And we talk about it. Yeah, we do. I feel like that one was fast and furious. Yeah, we were, yeah Sonic, Sonic Mania over here. I'm pretty excited for Sonic Mania. Yeah. <laughs> and it's going to be on Switch. Everything that comes out now that I'm like, it's going to be on Switch? I guess I'm I, getting I'm it. I'm getting on Switch then, yeah. Um, Why would you not get it on Switch? How rumors are that they're going to release Battlefront 2 for Switch. I was hearing that too. That sounds crazy though. Because you got to like downgraded a lot probably right or at least the graphics yeah. which is like whatever fine. i don't give a fuck yeah, like like oh they released battlefield 2 on xbox 360 okay like that's fine right yo you know what i read what they're still making games for the wii what like are they like like dance dance revolution yeah it's okay. like the just dance games okay they still make for the wii maybe because it's like oh yeah like a whole bunch of like like moms like bought it you know that, that was the thing that i was reading was basically like Everyone owns a Wii. They do yoga with it. And everyone, like a ton of like people who are just into these kind of dancing games and right, stuff right. are the ones who have it. So they're just going like, to... Why not just keep making money? And if they're going to make them for the Wii U and like whatever else... So we already got it. We'll just make it for this too for right, an extra right. penny. It's crazy. Smart. It's smart. I, I remember when like when the GameCube came out mm-hmm. and they were like starting to phase out N64 games and ah. that made me real sad. Yeah, that is very sad. Because I never got a GameCube. I, I didn't, and uh, you weren't missing anything. Except for Animal Crossing. Jessica, of all people, mm-hmm. had a GameCube. That, Isn't that weird? That's very weird. She's uh, not very video game. Uh, she doesn't play video games. No, but she was, like, super into Animal Crossing. Did she get GameCube for Animal Crossing? I hope that's the I, case. I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't, she, I, as far I mean, as I know, that's, like, the only game that yeah. she had. And, and that NBA uh, 2K6. Yeah, exactly, right. Um, no, um, 2K3, probably. Jeez. Um, uh yeah, but she she just like would, she loved Animal Crossing. And then I when I got like the DS years ago and got Animal Crossing for that, she was like, "Oh fuck, <laughs> I'm back in, baby." Um, yeah, you wanna? Yeah, let's pull up an article. Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay, let's do it. You wanna do it? Yeah, I'm working on it. Whoa. Oh, okay. Sacrament. Millennium. Sacrament is the fifteenth episode of the first season of the American crime television crime thriller television series Millennium. It premiered on the Fox Network on February twenty first, nineteen ninety seven. Real quick, have you ever heard of the show? No. Okay. Uh, they must have. It probably ran for like one season, and they assumed it would run for a few more, so they could like lead up to the Millennium. Oh God, yeah. The episode was written by Frank Spotnitz and directed by Michael W. Watkins. Sacrament featured a guest appearance by Philip Anglum, Dylan Haggerty, and Brian Markinson. The big three! <laughs> uh, when I think 1997, like, crime yeah, I, I'm definitely thinking Martin, Martin Markinson. And Dino, Philip Anglum, Dylan Haggerty. Dino Bravo. <laughs> Millennium Group consultant Frank Black. That's a bad... 
TV name. It's hard to say. Frank Black. Frank uh, Black. There's like too many guttural stops. Yeah. Frank Black. Francis Black would have been better. Much, a thousand times yeah. better. Yeah. That's just like a sidestep over to it. You know, that took me two seconds. Yeah. Yeah. Imagine if we had workshopped this. Imagine yeah. if we were... were Imagine if we were head writers on Millennium. Yeah, look, hey, listen, uh, Johnny Spencer, we know you're only nine, but uh, we think you got some really great ideas here. (laughs) Uh, Millennium Group consultant Frank Black faces difficulty when his sister-in-law is abducted after her son's baptism. Sorry, did you hold on? Read read that entire sentence again, please. Millennium Group consultant Frank Black faces difficulty. (laughs) Faces difficulty when his sister-in-law is abducted after her son's baptism. The fuck are you talking about? Uh, This is so difficult. My sister-in-law. This yeah. is real tough for me. Meanwhile, Black's daughter, Jordan, begins to show signs of experiencing the same seemingly psychic visions that have plagued him. What? So how, how are you going to bury that lead? He's psychic. Spotnitz's script for Sacrament, which he has called his favorite of those written for Millennium, draws inspiration from real life serial killers, John Wayne Gacy and Dennis Nielsen. I've never heard of Dennis Nielsen. Nielsen. Oh, excuse me. I owe him. Um, the episode has received mostly pro- positive reviews from critics and was viewed by approximately 6.81 million households during its original broadcast. 6.8 people. Um, I mean, then there's the plot, but what? it's probably not going to make much sense. No, it won't. So Frank Black's psychic, but he couldn't foresee his step, Sis- uh, his, his sister-in-law's abduction. So his well, nephew, he was, he was too busy concentrating on, on that baptism. Yeah, for sure. Millennium Group member Frank Black joins his brother Tom and sister-in-law Helen for their newborn son's christening. After the child is baptized, Black joins his daughter Jordan, finding her in hysterics. She claims Dad, I'm psychic. (laughs) (laughs) She claims to have seen a man hurting Helen. When Black and his brother rush outside, they find the baby in the back of Tom's car. But Helen is gone. Black's contract contact in the Seattle Police Department, Bob Bletcher. These names are very bad. They're very bad. Insists that Black should not get involved in the case as he's too close to the victims. However, Black insists he can be of of assistance and reviews security footage of a stranger investigating Tom's luggage after their flight. Bletcher reports that a stolen car has been found abandoned with Helen's blood inside. Fellow Millennium Group member Peter Watts helps Black identify the kidnapper from a set of pictures of sex offenders in the Seattle area. Black recognizes Richard Green as the man from the airport footage. So is the Millennium Group like the uh, FBI or something? What's the Millennium the Psychic group? FBI. <laughs> is that what they are? I, I mean, maybe they're a law like firm. The Millennium, the Millennium group. group. Like, ah, oh, damn it. Millennium, Millennium, and Group. <laughs> For the future. <laughs> Tom later searches Black's office, stealing his gun and finding Green's name and address. Tom confronts Green at his home, demanding to know where his wife is. The police, who have been watching Green's house, intervene and take Tom home before any anyone is harmed. Okay, so Tom Green kidnapped the baby? Yes. Is that what's happening? Yes. Okay, so it was a prank. His bum is on the baby. Okay. Black apologizes for keeping information from Tom, but warns him that his outburst is exactly why he did so. Watts has, meanwhile, tracked forensic evidence from the abandoned car to a cabin in the woods. Oh, a tie-in with... Uh, the J- movie that came out 10 years yeah. later. Yeah. Blood found there matches both Green and Helen and a ring is discovered, which is identified as Helen's wedding ring. Oh, no. And the wedding ring has powers to it? Meanwhile, a mysteriously ill Jordan continues to ask about Helen's whereabouts, God. and her remarks about Helen's conditions lead Black to believe she is starting to experience the seemingly psychic visions he is capable of seeing, which allow him to see people, the evil people. This is a long-ass sentence. <laughs> 
Meanwhile, <laughs> a mysteriously ill Jordan continues to ask about Helen's whereabouts, and her remarks about Helen's conditions lead to Black believing she is starting to experience the seemingly psychic visions he's capable of seeing, which allow him to see the evil people are capable of. That was one sentence. Okay, so this is like uh, unbreakable, like shitty Unbreakable. I've never seen Unbreakable. Unbreakable is the good version of Millennium. Oh, okay. Yeah. Elsewhere, Green is arrested. His property is searched, but Helen is nowhere to be found. Although another corpse is dug up in the garden, uh, evidently killed nine years before. Well, we don't have a warrant for that one, so he's going to get off. <laughs> They'll bury it back. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Black deduces that Green could not have killed Helen at the cabin. Why is Black deducing anything? I thought he was psychic. I don't know. He can only he can only see he the them. evil that people are capable of commi- of doing. Okay. He can see how black their hearts are. Ah, uh, okay. Black deduces that Green could not have killed Helen at the cabin as his house was already being watched by the police. He sees a set of tools in Green's home which he realizes were not used for murder or torture, but were- to immure Helen in the basement. What does immure mean? Uh, I'm going to assume means lock up that's what i'm gonna assume why is this article trying to like use words like a mirror black and the police dismantle a newly finished plaster wall oh finding helen injured but alive inside the wall probably like hiding a secret uh okay cavern (laughs) it is at this point that black realizes green was simply a pawn used by his father to lure victims to the the house fuck (laughs) so 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 tom green's dad is the bad man yeah Thomas Green. Okay. So that's why they couldn't find anything because Tom Green didn't have evil in his heart. Do you think it happened in the episode like that too? Like just at the very end? Oh, it's his dad. Yeah. Like, yeah, everyone like dusts their hands off like case closed. Executive producer Dick Wolf. (laughs) (laughs) This show sounds shitty. Yeah. Weird that we don't, haven't heard about it. I, I'm good for Tom Green though. Like just putting off and doing his own thing. He has his own talk show. Wait, 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 wait. Whoa, whoa. Hold on, hold on. Um, this show might be still on spin off of the X-Files. No. Listen, listen, listen. In the broadcast and reception section, uh, in their book, Wanting to Believe, a critical guide to the X-Files, Millennium, and the Lone Gunman. I know the Lone Gunman is a spin off of the X-Files. Okay. I feel like Millennium is also a spin off of the X-Files. That... <laughs> I guess makes some sense because it Fox X-Files was very zeitgeisty in 97. Right. And it's like, oh, it's a detective and he has, you know, some paranormal powers. Apparently the low I've, I've read about the lone gunman. I think it only lasted like a season or two and it was not great from what I hear, but the char- those characters on the X-Files are very cool. Is it about JFK? No, it's a group of like conspiracy. It's like three dudes who are hardcore conspiracy theorists. So they call themselves the Lone Gunman. Okay. Um, but Mulder just goes to them when something's like too fucking wacky. Okay. And then they're like always right. That's okay. So they have like a whole file folder of like, oh uh, yeah. I know it sounds like a conspiracy, but really, it's you know. they're they're super funny, super cool. Um, yeah, they're they're big weirdos, and it's it's fun. So uh, they got their own show. But do you think these Millennium Group people were on a? Well, now I'm trying to like. Are they the mod of X Files? Yeah. Okay. Or really, it sounds like they're the Johnny Loves Chachi of X Files. Um, I think it's probably more like the, um, Mork and Mindy of X Files. No, but Mork and Mindy was successful. Fair enough. Fair. Yeah. I thought I thought you meant the way the characters were introduced. Nah. Okay. Fair. Yeah, I don't know. I wish I knew more. You know how they were introduced. You know how Mork and Mindy were introduced on on uh, Happy Days. Yeah, like Mork just showed up. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, okay, bye. 
Yeah. Ha- I, oh, Happy Days has aliens now. Yeah. Well, okay. This normal show. Yeah. About I, normal people has aliens now. The way I think, I can never remember which way it is, but I think the way it happened in real life was, Mork showed up, and people were like, "What the fuck?" But what was supposed to happen was the show Mork and Mindy was supposed to have aired like that same week or something, but it just got pushed back. So it was like, "Who the Whoa. fuck is this Mork character?" I always assumed that it was a direct spinoff and not just a I crossover. Re- I can't remember. There was so- there was something there that was like that got like goofed up and it was like that's very funny. Yeah, yeah. you know, um. The, the the office the television show mm-hmm. there was one episode in like the last season that was put a backdoor pilot for a show that never aired which was supposed to be about Dwight and his farm okay and his family and it was called the farm so okay. there was like kind of an episode that was just the farm is the one where they had like a wedding there or something and they did it wasn't the wedding yeah. but there something happened there in, like, his barn yeah yeah I remember that um, but it just never took off that was probably smart because that yeah, the show had certainly run its course by then. Yeah, and he's like, "Oh, you're gonna spin off Dwight? Nah, that's that's cool. We got Big Bang Theory. It's like the same thing, it's a different network, but yeah, no, but you know what I mean. It's like ah, oh, they got to it first. They scooped us. Is it the same thing? I don't want to watch some like some some Dwight character and his dumb Fair. dumb Dwight brother. <laughs> I feel like his brother's just running around in, like just like overalls, like no shirt, just like, Moe's Moe's Yeah, just like eating beets raw. Yeah, well, he's like a he's like a wild man. Basically. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Man, The Office was very good for a while. Yeah. What's your favorite? What's your favorite episode of The Office? Or probably, were you never probably, that the, into probably it? the paintball episode, where they just like ran around shooting paintballs at each other. That was um, Community. Oh. Um. Hmm. Probably the one where they like they, where uh, they filled in the hole, and they put a community center there, or. Uh, a jungle gym or something, right? And then Leslie ran for her office. Oh, you're thinking of the entire series of Parks and Rec. <laughs> yeah, from start to finish. No, it was no, my no. favorite episode of The Office. Was was Parks and Rec as a whole. Uh, mine is the 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 one where uh, <laughs> the We're, one where they have Thanksgiving, <laughs> and then someone gets slapped. It's Friends. Um, I don't know what the Friends Thanksgiving episode is, but apparently it's like the most famous episode. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Pivot. I don't even remember. Oh uh, yeah, that. but friends, friends, fans are like dying right now. Marcel, right? <laughs> I don't know what that is. That's the dude. Um, when they added Friends to to Netflix like a few years ago, Jessica like really likes Friends, mm-hmm. so we we watched we watched it. Well, I she watched it all. I watched it here and there. Starting in the first season, the, it the show starts out already having like jumped the shark in the first <laughs> season. Ross has a pet monkey. Uh, yeah, that's pretty crazy. Which is like, like what a that's weird what gimmick. you do season six. Yeah, like we're we losing a, steam. Right. We need a monkey in here. We got to boost this Ross character. Let's get a monkey up in the joint. We need a cousin Oliver. Yeah. But it just starts with a monkey. It's very strange. The monkey's name was Marcel. Does it leave? Like episode two, he's gone. It's like the whole fucking season. Oh it might even be the second season too. Like that monkey is there for a long time. Uh, Happy Days had a uh, character that was there for the first season and then was, was never there the again. The brother? The brother who like, yeah. played basketball. Yeah. It's like, where, where's Chuck? I don't know. He's in his room. Where's Marcel? I don't know. I went to college. All right. I got a pitch for a show. It's about seven friends and a monkey. It's called Friends and a Monkey. Can we put a pizza place in there? <laughs> I like where your head's at, but the title's a little long. <laughs> Let's cut it in half. A monkey. <laughs> no, the other way. <laughs> one pizza place and one monkey. No, no. Here on Drop the pizza place. Isn't it weird that Ryan Reynolds was in... Two guys and a girl and a pizza place. Yeah, yeah, very, very strange. Because now he's Deadpool. He's Mr. Deadpool himself. He's Mr. Deadpool. Yeah. Well, one, yeah, one, 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 one Deadpool, a man, and a uh, pizza. Pool. Automobiles, trains, and planes. What's your? What do you think is your favorite television show of all time? Oh man, I mean, it's hard. It's hard. 
There's so much good television. So much bad television. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's probably something stupid like Dragon Ball Z because it's just like what I I watched so much of it when I was a kid that it just permeated my consciousness. Mm-hmm. Um, Man, I think I've mentioned it before on the podcast, but for a while, I don't know if it's still on there, but the first like 50 or 60 episodes of Pokemon were on Netflix. <laughs> Very bad. And I watched them and yeah, they are extremely <laughs> bad. It like, like mind numbingly bad, but I watched them all. Uh, Peaky Blinders is probably up there. Really? Yeah, I, I probably. I I've don't know. I've never even seen it. It's. I mean, I have a. I have a soft spot in my heart for uh, Killian Murphy. I, I love he's him. A, he's a very handsome man. Yeah, he really is. Yep. He was the coolest part of that one Batman movie, and he died really early on in the second one, and I was very sad. Because, he didn't. I don't think he died. He, he just got died, locked up. Yeah. He was not in it anymore. Yeah. Stupid. Hated it. But he was like really tight. Yeah. He's and awesome. That first Batman movie sucked. And so did the second one and the third one. I hate those Batman <laughs> movies. Uh, yeah, but so that I mean, it's it's him in in England, and there's like a bunch of like gangs. It's like everything I like. It ticks all the boxes. Okay. Yeah. Well, get off my back, dude. All right. I like I like Killian Murphy. That's fine. Okay. Don't know why I have to like jump <laughs> on my throat about it. <laughs> Who's your favorite actor of all time? Oh, gee, I don't. Bruce Willis, dude. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck back off. Yeah, get the um, dang it, dude. I, I don't know who, I don't know who mine would be. I can't, yeah. I can't. I mean, I've historically said Killian Murphy, but he's been in like three movies, right? And two of them were like zombie movies. So was he in Sunshine? Yeah, actually, I think he was like the uh, the the captain. He was man. the son, I think. I think he was the son. Yeah. yeah. Um. Cool. Cool. Yeah. I think. So who's your who'd you say it was? My favorite actor. You know, you know who I think it actually is, hmm. Ben Foster. Oh, the 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 actor? Yes, the actor. He's he's like a character actor, and he's just he plays like super small roles and stuff. Yeah. Although he did have a huge role in um, fuck, what was that movie called? It just came out, and it was him and um, uh uh the the man who was um, uh Captain Kirk in the Star Trek movies. Mm-hmm. Yep. What was that movie called? Hell or High Water. He was in Hell or High Water. Was it a cowboy movie? Kind of. How come I didn't see it? It was it was it was pretty tight. Is ben, um, is ben Foster like uh, is he is he that actor? Yes, he's okay. that actor. Okay, he played Archangel in X Men Three, and he played the. Oh, is he a young man? Not anymore. He's like a beautiful blonde man in yes. X Men Three. Yeah, who am I? I'm thinking of like Ben Ben Wallace, Ben Foster Wallace. Oh, he's like a bald man who looks like he could be Macbeth. I don't know who that is. Damn it, who am I thinking of? Ben, ben Kingsley. Kingsley. It is ben not Foster Wallace. I'm an idiot. Um, no, no, no. He, yeah, he played the young, the young boy Archangel in that movie, and he, huh. he was um, in a, a lovely Disney Channel show called Flash Forward with Jewel State. Okay. Ooh. Of um, of uh, Firefly. Firefly fame. Yeah, never and, seen uh, that Space show. Case fame. Oh yeah. yeah. She was Susie. I don't know. Or was she Catalina? She was either Catalina or Catalina's best friend Susie. I believe she was Susie. Was she the robot? No, the robot. I feel like was an adult who played a robot. Yeah, probably. Yeah. And um, the the the. The Black Ranger from Power Rangers mm-hmm. played a character on Space Cases. Really? Yeah, I forget. I think his name was Zach. Har- Harlan Band. No, Harlan. I'm, Band. I'm pretty sure. Um, I was really into Space Cases. Yeah. Speaking of Power Rangers, whoa, shit! I saw Power Rangers. How's that, dude? I'm, I need you to tell me how it is because I don't want to see it. Um. It was like very campy and okay. very bad, but okay. I fucking loved it. It was like it was like very goofy. Okay. But it was very fun. It was very fucking fun. Uh, it checked every single box that I needed it to check. Yeah. So it had um, Ben Foster in it? Yeah. Which one was he? Um, he was played, he Alpha 5? Well, he, well he, it was really interesting, actually. He When all of the Rangers were in their suits, Ben Foster <laughs> played them. 
Um, but when they were out of their suits, they were played by the the okay. teens with attitude who, that they cast. Who played the um the Megazord? The Megazord was um oh well it it was um <laughs> fuck you know Gollum. What's his name? <laughs> Andy Circus. Yeah, it was Andy Circus. <laughs> Not in motion capture though. Just in just a the suit. man Andy Circus. Yeah. Um. No. You know. I'll tell you though. The most disappointing character in the whole thing. Rita. No, she was wonderful. Okay, cool. She was very good. Good. Uh, Alpha Five. Really? Yeah. Bill H- Bill Hader like brought nothing to that character, and it was very disappointing. Weird. You would think he'd be like the most like oh here comes Bill F- uh, Bill Cause, Hader because they they Alpha Five is like very goofy in the TV yeah, show, yeah, yeah, and yeah, he's yeah. voiced by the same guy that voices uh, uh Daggett from the Angry Beavers and Invader Zim and um oh wow yeah so ay 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 he does say ay 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 which I was very happy about um but they made him a lot less silly. Which you need to make him more silly. Yeah, right? they 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 made him like very kind of like a cool robot, more, more serious, and he he had some some quips and japes, but it just it was not the same. He was not the frazzled mm-hmm. yeah, goofball yeah. that Alpha Five once was. Zordon was was pretty cool. They added, and I don't remember if um if this was on the original TV show or not, but they added a lot of cool backstory between Zordon and Rita, which Ooh. I don't think was in the TV show. They used to date, right? No, Rita did marry Lord Zed, though. Okay. Um, I don't know if you want me to like ruin it if I'm you're going to see the movie. I'm never going to see this movie. So basically, Zordon and Rita were Power Rangers like thousands what? of like or millions of years ago. And Damn, that's cool. Rita, Zordon was the Red Ranger, and Rita was the Green Ranger. Ooh. And basically, Rita betrays the other Power Rangers for like in search of power oh, or whatever. Oh, man. And... She so that explains when why she makes the Green Ranger. It's very cool. Damn. So so then Zordon's like, okay, the only way to stop Rita is to like bomb this planet, and they're on Earth around okay. a bunch of dinosaurs. So like the only way to stop this is to bomb this planet. No. So way. they like launch a meteor at the Earth and destroy all the dinosaurs and stuff. But <sighs> they also Zordon dies. So does that explain why all the Rangers have dinosaurs for cars? They say that like they take the form of the most powerful beasts from each planet oh, or whatever. Man, that's so cool. So basically, Zordon. How come mine's a whale? Oops, the, sorry. <laughs> Zordon is. It's like his sentience, like inside of their old spaceship, like in the mainframe of the spaceship, and Dude. then Rita. I forget how Rita comes back to life, or maybe she didn't die. Yeah, astronauts or open a dumpster. I know that it wasn't. But at the end, Rita does like. It's kind of implied that she like goes to the moon. goes to the moon. Damn, dude, it's pretty tight. I'm glad you ruined it because now I might actually watch it. Um, but but keep in mind, it's like very campy, okay. very goofball, very trashy. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But they did a lot of really cool shit, and I really hope that they make a sequel. Okay. And they they did a very cool stinger for what the next movie is gonna be. Damn if they it. make it, what? it was very cool. What is it? Um, so it the the way that all the Rangers meet originally, they're in like detention or like summer school or whatever. Sure, breakfast club. Yeah, yeah, for real. And then it's like. Uh, we got a new kid coming today. Oh boy, uh, his name's Tommy. Yeah, God and, and then it. it's fucking cool. It's very good. It's very cool. Right, go see Power Rangers. It's very good. See you later. <laughs>
It's very good. She was also nope. That's Kate. Oh, also Beckett. Gary Oldman. Oh, nice. Gary Oldman's the bad guy. It's so fucking dope, dude. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, I was gonna say, uh, and she was in Click, but I'm thinking of Kate Beckinsale, who is in Underworld, which is <laughs> okay. Resident Evil. Yeah, for vampires. Yeah, and werewolves. Thank you for playing Arcade Audio. Play more at arcadeaudio.net.